trouble yet the bozios on this in this band missing persons they played with zappa so crazy yeah man destination unknown on several levels right <laughs> what a couple of weeks man i miss you guys ramping up for that work job thing. work job thing that's english ah destination unknown on many ways many levels between Sadly, some of the struggles that we're seeing out of not just racing, but uh, the league in general. The NWSL really working with some, uh, having to work on some stuff. But we're still behind him 100%, no matter what. Of course, we talk about Destination Unknown. I think it's <laughs> another game out of the national team, I think it's Destination Known, the toilet bowl. What an absolute, utter disaster this has turned into. <laughs> But also, destination unknown. How far will the Loose City Boys go? Right? What a win. What a game. The destination is definitely unknown. We're going to find out. Right? Anyway, we're going to put the bozios and missing persons away here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Vallon. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to Louisville soccer, Louisville City, and racing Louisville, also the men's and women's national teams. And uh, man, uh, sorry I couldn't do last week. Like I said, we have, uh, or I have, uh, a new job. Required a lot of training, still requires a lot of training. It's a very technical gig. Being a mainframe programmer again, which I've been doing on and off now for 20-something years, so just uh, older school stuff. But you don't care about that. You care about hearing about what's going on in the local soccer scene. For all the people that have subscribed, thank you so much. You can do that on Spotify, also on iTunes, Podbean. Um, you know, I really appreciate all the great comments uh, that we've gotten, and I appreciate the subscriptions. Hopefully, you're enjoying the show. We're trying to do uh, as much as we can to make it enjoyable. And uh, this week, uh, we can make it kind of enjoyable. <laughs> Joey Cecil is going to be back to do some. We're going to talk about the games. We're going to talk about some uh, international stuff as well. And we're going to talk about uh, the state of NWSL and, and, and what we're experiencing here. But before we do that, we got to get to five things. That's right. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes of USL slash American national team analysis? Five things. Here we go. Number five. Hey, I'll take some more margarita mixed with my tequila, please. Holy crap. <laughs> I don't know if you all have had a margarita at the stadium yet, but man, I had the first time I ever had one. I went to the one that's underneath the supporter, not the supporter, uh, on the uh, visitor side, I guess that would be whatever side of the stadium. I don't know what side of the stadiums are. I don't do directions, but man, I, I double fisted because I wanted to run over and play some drums and I could start buzzing. <laughs> So good for them. If you're looking for the instant buzz experience, I, I, I suggest grabbing a margarita uh, at the game number four, maybe next year. Hey, look, it's been rough. The last seven games with racing has been a very tough watch. And all we can do is keep supporting them. And, and you know, with some of the struggles that are way more important 
than what we've uh, experienced on the field with the league itself. We're going to talk about that. Um, but let's just keep showing up and let's keep uh, let's keep supporting this team. Um, it's a great thing. And, and they're building a foundation. I really do think they're building a foundation for a lot of success in the future with the academy, with Mario being a part of it. The nucleus of this team, I think, is, is solid too. Anyway, let's just keep doing that. Number three, I believe that. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe anything. <laughs> I don't believe a damn thing out of Burhalter's mouth anymore. Look, to, to this, to the American Outlaws and all you all, you guys were great in Austin. And you've been awesome recently. It, really, the support is just so vocal and so great. Um, but Greg Burhalter, come on, man. What is that? I, I, still speechless after, after two days. Losing to Panama? There's no excuses. Please, no excuses. No apologists. You all just do what you got to do with that. But this is, we're definitely going to talk about that with Joey. What an absolute embarrassment Sunday night. Anyway, number two. Uh, first, uh, first day with the new feet there. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Jake Davis, baby. I mean, what was he doing? What a mess. He just, uh, you know, tripping and falling backwards on your ass after celebrating and then being a real prick, apparently, and calling and cussing people out. That's unacceptable. So good for you. I'm glad you lost. And speaking of that loss, number one, check my pulse. What a massive victory. And what an amazing, amazing last 10 minutes of that game. Uh, very rarely have seen anything like that. Four goals in 10 minutes about. And uh, for Louisville to come back up off the deck and do what they did, all you can do after you think about that, because it got your heart racing, is take take a little pause. And then you start up again. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. What a match. Louisville City in the playoffs. You know, a little bit of room between them and Birmingham. Four points. So, for all three of these teams, like we're saying, destination unknown. You know, we're going to see if this team can uh, make it to the uh, championship again and make it to the finals, which would be pretty amazing. And then with racing, you know, like I said, we'll just we'll just hang in there and, and uh, keep showing up and, and and keep supporting them as hard as we can with the men's national team. I don't I don't know what to do. Anyway, maybe Joey Cecil knows what to do. Let's talk to him about it. All right, now getting ready to break down all kinds of fun stuff. Starting with Louisville City is Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you, sir? Doing good, sir. How about yourself? I'm a little dizzy from work. Otherwise, I'm I'm doing well. Good, good. <laughs> but it's uh, we'll start with the happy stuff first. Um, you know, we didn't have a, we I had to take the week off, so I really don't have anything else except uh, last weekend's game against Sporting KC two. Uh, which turned into quite the affair at the end. Stuff I have never seen anything like that the last ten minutes. But anyway, man, go ahead. What do you got? Well, first off, let, let's send out a congrats to Danny Cruz. Yeah, you know, man, good, good, good know, call for yeah, absolutely. You know, permanent. I, I always hate when they say permanent head coach. Right. You know, when, <laughs> when, whenever anything happens where he leaves here or, or something happens, I'm gonna go. But but you said permanent. Right, right, right. <laughs> we get the point. Congrats to Danny. Well deserved at this point. It absolutely is. That is. That uh, is. Speaking of that. Louisville City came out on fire yeah, Saturday man. night. Man, they, they they put the pedal to the metal. Ownby was was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, set up Paulo for, what is that, his third goal in as many games? Yeah, the, you know, he's he's sort of, I, I was going to ask you about that. Is Has his role changed any in the last two or three matches? Well, no, Paulo, the last two years, has moved up in the midfield. He right. went from being that deeper line midfielder mm-hmm. to really being at the base of our attack. Right, right. And he'll have these stretches where he just pops up, scores two or three, okay, and and then goes right back to the midfield. Okay, um, okay. 
And you know, it's it's just it's just his time. He'll he'll find those little pockets of space. Mm-hmm. That's what that's the goal he scored. Yeah. Was he just found space in the box and just planted it? And and you know that's that's the area one of the areas we've been missing since Magnus didn't come back. Right, and it seems like they really have to drag forward with 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 uh, Cam when he's up. They they can't. They've got to leave him marked. Yeah. So I mean, it makes We're, a lot of got sense. Those open space behind him. Yep. Absolutely. And speaking of Cam, we got a penalty finally. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we got a penalty at home, and it's the best part of that was it was right in front of Scouse House, and the keeper was arguing it, and then we po- we told him to look up at the second giant. Second biggest jumbotron in the state of Kentucky. Right. Clearly got to the ball second. <laughs> there and you go. Cam, Cam buries it for a two nothing lead, and mm-hmm. then yeah. the match kind of started stagnating as Sporting KC pushed higher, and we kind of lost our our edge. We got bunched up. Two zero is the worst score in soccer, and it came <laughs> it, it came to fruition. And you know what? My kingdom for a clean sheet. Yeah, man. That goal just before half where. It's a trend the last two games is no one shutting someone down outside the box. Outside the box. Paulo was hot. Oh, my and gosh. On the first Sporting KC goal, he drove around four people. Mm. And and Hubbard had no no chance on an upper 90 shot. It was a great goal. Yeah, it was. But a it was, terrible one to give up, especially right at half. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was not expected. Definitely, you know, when you saw him shoot, you know, because we were standing right there, and it's like, okay, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Then you're like, okay, this, like you said, 2 nothing's the worst scoreline. Now it's a game again. Right. And, then, you know, we, we, we kind of languish in the second half. Sporting KC gets that equalizer. Yeah, but before yeah. that, man, I'll tell you what, that, yeah, that those two saves and, and, that, and that one sequence um, that their keeper had yeah. were, was pretty amazing. Those, that that's about notch. as good as it gets. I was that was top notch. How, how either one of those didn't go in. My gosh. Yeah. It was top notch, and mm. but that that that's not to. If you weren't at the game, don't take that as a precursor that the goal stopped. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> then we get into the second half, and midway through the second half, Sporting KC ties it up through Jacob Davis. Mm-hmm. He proceeded to shush Scouse House while running backwards, and then ate shit. <laughs> and then the whole stadium, led by Scouse House, started laughing and ooing. Yeah, that was oh my gosh, and I missed that completely. But on the replay. I mean that's just that's that's a classic moment that you you know hopefully oh, will yeah. you know, as long as he's part he's a young guy I think he's only nineteen I think and then he showed it when Sporting KC took the lead a couple yeah. minutes later mm-hmm. and he's running in front of Scouts House cussing us out yeah man you know was it was it um uh, you know how how abusive what I mean there's a level people if you're a player you know there's mm-hmm. a or if you're a fan there's a certain level of it that you know after after a certain point it's too much. Yeah. And you know you don't. I don't do. You know you start talking about mothers and see it's a light up. No, there but, was none of that at right, all. Right from Scouse House. Right. I don't even remember us targeting him with anything. Right. He scored that goal. The, the he scored the second goal, shushing us, and then fell, mm-hmm. and we just laughed. Right. That's it. Then when they score the third one to take the lead, he's running towards the goal scorer, looking at us, yelling at us to f off, f you. And all of that, and it was just like unwarranted. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The fact that it's a competition, right? And that's that's the point that I was going to make is that I think, you know, there there that has to be reciprocated too. I mean, if you want to you want to stick your fingers in your ears or oh, yeah. you want to shush the crowd, that's one thing. When you start cussing people off and doing and it that, was it's loud this, and cl- it's yeah. loud and clear as day. And I'm wondering where's the ref? Classless. But good news is he couldn't be reached for comment after the game because <laughs> we couldn't hear him anymore Man. after. After we we barnstormed back in the last five minutes, Golly. 
the Oscar equalizer, which I'm just going to say is Landon Donovan-esque. Yeah, yeah. From the Slovenia game where, you know, Landon was asked, what did you aim for? The guy's head. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how Oscar finished. I, don't not know, I still don't know how Oscar finished into the roof of that net. Now, I'm still wondering uh, if that was a pass or a cross, too. No, I think that was a pass from Jean. I'm gonna, right. Let's give him the credit because that was a great for, yeah. play by him. That was, really was. That was so much on the front of the face of goal that couldn't have been a shot. Right, right. And right. then Oscar somehow steering it in and then, oh, how beautiful, the last kick of the game. <laughs> Cam sends it into the back of the net. Ooh. We restart, full-time whistle, Jacob Davis on his on his knees facing the turf. And, and, and you know, Niall getting that ball in the box and that the, the hook on that ball. Oh, yeah. And was it Ownby who sent the header back yep. across? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and let's also give a shout out that I think if my if my if my recollection was correct from social media, mm-hmm. that date is a special date in Cam's life. Not only for the brace Saturday night, but I believe it was a few years ago that was also on that date he broke the single season scoring That's correct. record. Right, right. That is correct. So, that, so, so let's you know what? Let's keep playing on that date, and mm-hmm. let's keep playing Cam really? Lancaster. And he, th- he scored. Have a Twenty-three that one season. I think he's up to what sixteen now? Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. He's 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 on a tear. The sad part is he's not even in contention for the Golden Boot. Right, right, right. The uh, the dude who was it from? The Phoenix, right? Yeah. Um, but man. yeah, let's just say though this was one of my favorite Louisville City moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for the comeback because of the animosity from the opposing player. Right. And we you know we just have a thing about letting Sporting KC lead and thinking they're going to win. <laughs> If you think back to the last game at Slugger, the last regular season game, they had a three nothing lead. Yes, and I, I don't remember. I think that one ended eight to three. Eight to three, that is eight correct. Unanswered. And I thought so, uh, I shouldn't talk. Oh, yeah. about, I shouldn't talk about it, but uh, I will. It depends on who's 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 listening. You know, back then you couldn't bet domestically on local yeah. games. Um, but if you let's say hypothetically, if you knew somebody offshore, mm-hmm. hypothetically you could yeah. you can make some some wagers on yeah. services. Uh, that were available in Europe, and hypothetically, if if you don't know where the decimal point is, you may think you won. You you end up winning about eleven hundred bucks, where you I thought you won eleven thousand. I remember hearing about this. And yeah. uh, hypothetically, that it happened to somebody that I know. <laughs> is, is it's hypothetically that person might be in this podcast? That it, it, it may be, and hypothetically, I, oh my gosh, I felt. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Whoever that person was, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. And then realizing that night that you know it's it's you know not doing the math correctly. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know who also didn't do the math correctly? No. Jacob Davis. Yeah, huh. he, he was celebrating before the the time was up. He he wrote some checks his team couldn't cash. Cash. Yeah, man. It's so so. Let's you know let's celebrate. Lou City officially clinched in the playoffs. Yep. Still waiting to find out if we're going to clinch the first round at home. Uh, don't see any reason why they wouldn't. But always good to get the official check mark next to the name. Yeah, and I'm not even going to get into uh, just my last point on this. That some people were saying, well, you know, how could you let them come back? And you know, it's the worst team in the conference. But you know what? It happened. So just accept still, the fact that they came back. They're still know, professionals. Exactly, and they came you know? back. Um, and and I, I tell you this: a couple of the goals given up, I couldn't see directly right. uh, from from my post in Scouts House. Uh-huh. But I wonder how good of a view Hubbard had. Because uh, oh. there were a lot of bodies in between him oh, and the that, Of the first goal? No, no, the second and third oh, goal. Oh, the second and third goal. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. One of them he got a hand to and the other he didn't. Right. And I just wonder with so many bodies there and from coming from outside the box, you just wonder. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's something, it, it is something, you know, that's that's four goals in, th- in two games that have come from outside the box. Right, right. So that's something to crack down on as you start to get towards the playoffs and 
guys who are better than Sporting KC mm-hmm. who could really punish you for that. Right, and, and uh, dropping this on Wednesday, there'll be a game tonight against Memphis, and yes. we'll see what happens. Yes. Um, yes. So we go from the happiness to some <sighs> sadness. Um, yeah. Another... Another very rough go for racing. Um, and, and and on the opposite end of the spectrum, they are now officially out correct. of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And at this point, my only analysis is, let's just find some way to stop the goals. Yeah. It's, you know? It's since, since I, I, I did a little uh, research myself here, and, and since the uh, since the win in the Women's Cup, they've gone 0-6-1 and, and with a goal deficit of 17-4. to Yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's 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 rough sledding right now, and you, we're just going to have to endure it. Um, the, the of what I did watch in the match, there's just there's not much to say. Yeah. You know, we're very exposed defensively right now. Mm-hmm. Um, crosses, not so much a cross field, but passes from the center of the field extending out towards our our right and left backs, um, way too open as far as I'm yeah. concerned. It's just you know I, I, it's hard right now. I, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to balance. Still, you know, you consider everything that's going on uh, with with the the injuries and you know Ebony's not going to be there again this week. I don't believe. I think she's still yeah. she got called up again. So you balance that with plus all the stuff that's going on in the league, which we're yeah. going to talk about later. Um, it's just it's a little hard for me to be too you know. You know, there's bigger fish to fry than just analyzing games and, and breaking down games with with everything going on. I don't, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, and at and at this point, it's just, you know, let's finish the season with some dignity. Right. That's what I'm hoping. I for. hate to say that, but no, no, know. no, no. That's the the only. They have to have. It would be nice to have a couple of positives, something to you know, yeah. give you a bit of a smile going into the last. Th- I think there's three matches left. Four matches. Something along that lines, yeah. yeah. And, and you, know, you know, you know, just hopefully that's the, what it turns into something that you know at I least just, they stop the stop the stop the the, the boat the, from sinking. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's so much stopping the boat from sinking. Now you're on the door in the ocean. Yeah. The sharks are circling. Yeah, yeah, and and it's you know, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot to. You know, to I just steer. I just want to see one win out of these last couple yeah. games. Yeah. Just just some fight. It's not saying that they're not trying, but some fight right um, you, know, you know two games against gotham um in in four days i don't think i think lloyd's done right i don't think she's playing again i think i want to say she's not i forget I, i'm gonna have to look back at that but uh um you know see what happens one of these home games you know you know capture some lightning and, and see if we can you know get a positive result there's one coming up this saturday well uh, uh carly lloyd did say she is playing all the rest of the gotham xc games except for 10 22 Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. So, you know, now. So, so you know, it's, and especially let's just get a win at home. Just yeah. leave That'd the be nice fans. For the fans, for them. Absolutely. Yeah. I would yeah. like to see Sanchez, who I'm I'm not sure. I mean, it's going to be hard to make him the, I mean, I, I've never considered him a candidate for the full-time coach as opposed no, to Danny. Have I. So hopefully he can, he can end this, you know, he can finish up with something positive to say, moving on to the, yeah. to next season. You know, and, and and maybe the one thing I'd like to see is, you know what? Let's let's try something different formation wise. We've done yeah. the four back line. We've done it may it may be not worthwhile, but just just something. Just yeah. just see, you know. Yeah, and there's there's a joy that you can play this game with, even when you're struggling. If you can see something like that, yeah. you know, it's you know, you understand that they're they're impacted emotionally with with such a tough run right now. Mm-hmm. Just something. I, I and I have no answer. I just you know, all we could do is support it. <laughs> I don't know what and else to say. And commiserate. 
Right, right. right. Absolutely. And uh, unless you have anything else to add, oh, it's, let's go no, from it, let's go from yeah. go from sadness to well, depression. Uh, it's just I don't even know what to say after the Panama game. I I don't even I, know. I, I know exactly what to say. Go nuts, man! It's all you. Burhalter out. Yeah, man, I've had it. <laughs> I didn't. I I was still trying to give him rope, mm-hmm. and he used that rope to hang himself. Yeah, it's. <sighs> I, 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 I'm, I'm still days, a couple days after this, I literally have no idea what to say after I, that. I do. I go do. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I do. And I, it's just, let's clear the air here. I did not expect to go undefeated. Right. And qualifying. Mm-hmm. But I also did not expect for us to look incompetent and clueless. Yeah. At times. Like mm-hmm. we did against Panama. Yep. We have played two good halves out of 10. Yeah. That is with a talent advantage in every game, and not once have we looked like it. And to be honest with you, you say two good halves out of the last ten. I'm going to say we've played three and a half good halves out of the last fourteen. If you include okay. the, you know, the, allow that, you yeah. know, the, the final and the semifinal of Nations Cup. Yeah, you and know, even then we squeaked our way through it. Yep. Never once did we actually look like the team that would go on to grab that game by the throat and win it. Yeah. And against Mexico, you know what? That's okay. But against these five games, no, it's just the fact not that acceptable. We, we don't we don't only have we, we don't even have an identity, right? I, I don't even know what a game. I don't even know what the game plan was, and it's an affront to game plans to even insinuate that his failed, right? And and to see the to see possession, and you know possession in their third when we get there, and then the fecklessness of our attack once we mm-hmm. get there. Oh, and, and you're looking at, speaking of possession, only two games out of the five have we won possession. It's just, I mean, you, you know, I, I, let me ask you this question. Let's start with this. What percentage of this do you put, uh, I mean, the player's got to get some of this too. What percentage of it do you put on, on Burhalter? Considering you got Burhalter, you've got some of the Federation nonsense that goes on. Oh, let me preface this with this. I don't know if you saw the tweet, but the coach from Norwich City, um, basically, and I'm paraphrasing, he was asked why Sargent wasn't released or why he didn't go. Mm-hmm. And the coach from Norwich, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, well, um, I I was told that they're, you know, they wanted to evaluate the players playing in the league in the United States. That gets mm-hmm. my blood boiling. <laughs> if I think so, about that too much, because now you're not so even... So, if you want the percentage, even before you said that, yeah, I am at 95% on okay. the altar. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere around of, 80. No, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we do not have the talent to overcome his managerial missteps. Yep. And, and and the thing is, you can point to those missteps and the fact that out of these five qualifying games, he's made subs at halftime in three of them. Yeah. Which shows, well, I, I guess what I threw at the wall didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And I put 95% on him because <sighs> these are professionals. Yeah, and man. at the end of the day, they have more talent yep. than the, the 11 guys on the other side of that field. Yep. But if they're not set up to succeed, it doesn't matter about the talent. Right. And even going back to the Jamaica game. I, I mean, let's be, I don't care about the I don't care about the MLS heavy lineup against Panama. Right. I don't want to, I don't care that it's MLS. Those right. guys have more talent. More talent, period. And Panama. Absolutely. No argument. And they were not uh, they, they were not put in a position to succeed. No. And, and for whatever and, reason, and at the end of the day, that goes back to the guy who makes the selections. And puts people where they are. 
Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. And the, also, real quick, yeah, where man. would we be if Ricardo Pepe didn't show didn't, oh up? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Where, uh, what <laughs> conversation would we be having that an eighteen-year-old had to step up? Yep, and and score three goals in two halves. It's it's we're two points above the cut line, five games in, and when you think about that. For a United States team in this region, which is soft, okay, yes. I, I, you know, I, I would I would call it fourth out of the five because I know you can. I think they combine Oceania and Asia in qualifying, yeah. so you, I, that to me you can you consider that like one region. Yeah. Um, but I it, I think Africa is probably stronger than us, so we're in the fourth region, and we should be dominating the bottom tier teams. Yeah. dominating if we want to consider ourselves a good team a world-class team and i'm gonna riff for a minute here because i just it it, it just it's it pulverizes my brain when people think the standard is making the world cup that's not the standard because this team not a in this mentality right this region this that should that should be uh, that should be an afterthought that should mm-hmm. be. In, there's no great teams in this region. Concacaf has never won a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Never. They've never put a team in the final. It's been around since 1960. They've never put a team in the final. Okay, so we don't have a good region to begin with. And and our and our our uh, our st- statistics going back to to 64, competing in the World Cup in in the in the um, uh, in in the in the knockout not the knockout stages but in the group stages is, is horrendous. Yeah. We're supposed to dominate this region. Us in Mexico were supposed to dominate. To let teams like Panama and Jamaica and El Salvador, and it was only one half, but they shouldn't even, if you want to be considered a world-class team, I'm telling do the Spains of the world do this with the Macedonias? Uh, not the Macedonians, but, you know, the, the know San Marinos or, the, or yeah. whatever, those, those, those lower-tier teams. They're never in those games. Correct. Yep. You know, I, it, it's just, are, are, it, it's mind-boggling i i i got one for you too you're ready man about our region Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna list some things here don't don't speak just yet okay i'll I'll, I'll, go you let me know when i could talk i'll just chew i will i'll just chew on my tongue (laughs) manchester city Mm -hmm. juventus Mm -hmm. chelsea Mm -hmm. dortmund Mm -hmm. salzburg Mm -hmm. these are the these are the teams our squad plays for in the (laughs) on, on the international club scene and you cannot dominate players from country teams, country leagues, who play in second division America. You have Champions League players, and you cannot figure out how to best utilize this talent advantage <laughs> that is decidedly outside of Mexico. And I'll even argue it's better than the Mexican roster Yeah. at the end of the day. And you cannot figure out how to get this clicking and working properly. I, 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 I don't even question you as a manager. I question you as a sane human being. Yeah, I. But remember, took us a year to find him. We so took I a hope whole it take year. The same amount of time to figure out he's not the answer because, <laughs> you know, if I think someone said we don't want a repeat of the Trinidad and Tobago, and I go, this would be worse than that because it would be we just much had worse. It happen, yes, and we have more talent. This would be much worse. It wouldn't even be. It would be. A, it would be a major level below it because we've been stacking, getting ready for this, and like you said, all the talent and 
and it's, a, it's it's like a it's a wound that's been festering yeah since that game the game that we shall not speak of right and 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 and, and at this point you know what what's missing from the roster what 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 are you missing that's what could he point to that that, that that's keeping them from from a from achieving their level of expectation right especially in this region nothing what, what are you missing i mean Oh well, John Brooks was out this uh, this three games. Well, he looked like concrete feet the last three. Right, <laughs> he didn't bring anything you know, to the, the table that made line, you miss the back him. Line was not the problem. This no, no, it was not these couple games. We're not commanding the midfield, and we're not we're not fluid and and creative in attack. It's not even and, that we're not dominating the midfield, Joey. We're non-existent yeah. in the mid. Legit. For all of the things, oh. I tried to jump on that bus. I really did try to jump on that bus. Well, well, the problem is this: Lejet is great against weaker teams, right? But that's as an attacker, right? When you want him in a in, in a mid three, he's out of position, right? You know, it, it's like this is going back to was it the El Salvador game, right? When we're right. what what is this lineup? Why right. is Sebastian Lejet exactly. in the middle of the midfield? You know, when you've got Musa and Adams and yep. and uh, oh god, why can I see his face and not not think of it? Um, well, he's one of the other MLS players. But not, um, not Costa. Um, yeah, Kellen. No, I was thinking of Kellen. He plays central midfield. Right. Okay. Why are we dropping an attacker back into the midfield? I don't know, man. It's it's, it's just one of those things where we have a lot more questions than answers that have been provided. And they said we didn't have a shot on goal. That's a lie. Well done, Jess. Uh, uh, Mister Zardis got it done for us. Wow. And I hate to be shitty to him. It's just it's just I've seen enough of that bus too. I, I, I don't. Yeah. You know, it, it, there comes a point. And who are we going to fall back on, Bradley? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're gonna call. No. We're gonna call Bradley back in. Who are we gonna call? Back? Why not just call, bring in uh, uh, the, from 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 Toronto too, who played for us for years? Um, or is he hurt? Um, Striker. I can't. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name now. Who who played for uh, the United States? He was hurt. Hurt his knee. Um, come on, help me out. Oh, here. Uh, I can't, I can't believe I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. Well, it means, it means. But you know what it means then? Mm-hmm. If we can't remember his name, he's still a better option right now, probably than yeah, Greg really. Berhalter. Right, but it's just I don't. I, I just. When, I, I know it's next Wando. They're going to bring Wondolowski back. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to quit watching soccer. Oh, yeah. Right. It's just but even then, even then, you know, they got a game. They got a game tonight. If this is airing Wednesday. Right. That's correct. They've got a game tonight mm-hmm. at home at, at home, Columbus of Columbus. all places of all places. That's it's, correct. It's Columbus. not it's not the old school fortress, but it's still Columbus. Yep. Against the Costa Rican team that's below you. Yep. Clearly better if than if they do not come out and they do not win two or three nothing. I'm not yeah. even going to say three or four because I don't trust them at this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. Yeah, exactly. If they don't come out and at least have a have a a strong dominating performance and win two or three nothing, I know they're not going to pull the trigger. Right. But you should at least be looking elsewhere. Well, that's that's this incestuous relationship. Like I said, when I saw that when I saw that tweet from the coach in Norwich City, you know, it just brought all that back again. And I thought we were trying to get past it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's the case, you don't try out people. You don't try out lineups in World Cup qualifying. Yeah, you know, you try yeah. that out in 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 the first round of, of of Gold Cup. Oh, by the way, I think we had this conversation the last three game cycle about El Salvador. Right, right. You know, and if you're going to call up domestic league based players, we know what Jossie Zardes brings. Why not bring Daryl DK back again? Right, 
Right. You, you know, know? St- take a swing at something new because this is just, I don't know. It's, you know, and I'll finish up with this. If you want to add something afterwards, please do. You know, you know, I'm always going to support this team, but you get to a point where you become, it's, you become so apoplectic. It just becomes so, you can become so reserved and resigned to the fact that this is a joke and, and you, you, you just, I don't know what the words are. It's almost like being domesticated. If you're a dog, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're, you're, you're some wild dog and then you're just domesticated. You just accept it. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking. And because I don't see any way out of this. I, I don't You think they're going to hire another, you know, a world-class coach the next time if they get rid of Burholt? Who are they going to bring back? Were they going to bring back friggin' arena, arena 3.0? No. Oh my God. Anyway, you know, ahead, and, bud. and that, that's where I'm, you know, it, if, if America ever wants to see, be seen as more than a potential soccer power, right. then you, you don't let these situations go on. If oh. this was going on in England, if this was going on in Dude, Germany... I was going to say, go ahead. He would have already been gone. Right. right. But we're letting it happen because we're afraid to pull the trigger. Right. And if, you, if we want to keep being a second-rate soccer country... Mm-hmm. You know, how is this not, I I know, I know how it's not headline news on sports channels because soccer is the fourth or fifth sport in this country, Right. but this should be a talking point around the country and we should be demanding answers from Burhalter. And the only thing we've gotten so far is I saw an ESPN article that said he, he, he admitted he shouldn't have rotated as much as he did. And I'm going, no shit. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's obvious. At least with, at least with Jurgen. At least with Jurgen Klinsmann, it was entertaining because we're like, oh, who's he going to throw under the bus tonight? Right, right. You know, at least it was entertaining. Right, and the thing uh, is, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no go ahead and finish. Like, I was just going to say, if we ever want to be taken seriously, it's time to stop, stop letting these guys monkey around with our future. Right, and and you know, um, you, you mentioned something and it tipped it tipped something off in my head. I'm going to mention it too. When when I want to say it was eight years ago or twelve years ago, and I hope I'm getting this right. When England did not qualify, Hodgson. Quit at the press conference. If I remember that correctly, it was it was either that or European. I forget which one it was. Somebody can fact check me on this. He literally quit during the press conference, saying that you know I, this, I'm not getting it done. Mm-hmm. They let Arena on the plane after the Trinidad yeah. game. He should have yeah. never been allowed on the plane. They should have said, "Dude, find another way home." And now they're letting this Burhalter thing happen, and it's just hard to watch. But anyway. Yeah. We need uh, to have that killer instinct. Right. We're going to talk more about this. <laughs> well, anyway, not, not not specifically this, but we're going to talk a little bit about the two-year uh, proposal for World Cup and some more NWSL stuff in a bit. Thanks a lot, Joe. Yes, sir. Now, before we go on with the second part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the most intense, deep, insightful, dare I say sultry analysis of what many people believe is the greatest sports league in the history of sports ladies and gentlemen i give you the nls there it is (laughs) (laughs) folks only one topic this week that deserves any conversation i did a little research since joining mls in 2019 cincinnati has lost more regular season games 53 than louisville city has in their entire history dating back to their inception which is 40. Oh, and also, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Cincinnati is once again knocked out of the playoffs. The Isn't that a shame? <laughs> 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 
what are, you want to talk about train wrecks? We're talking about the Mer- the men's national team. I mean, comparatively speaking, Cincinnati's been an absolute utter embarrassment since they joined MLS. Birding built that team to do one thing: get there. He got it there. And that jalopy is just stuck there. What a joke. But hey, the way their fans treated us, ah, no pity. <laughs> you guys keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy those wooden spoons. Okay, we're back with Joey Cecil to talk about. Uh, first, we're going to talk about some World Cup and FIFA stuff. Um, apparently, there's been a proposal put out there to have the World Cup played every two years as opposed to every four tied in with the possibility now that FIFA is moving or possibly moving all of their offices to the United States. So, I mean, I, first let's talk about the, 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 the World Cup thing, Joey. What do you think about that? Three words. Hate, hate, why? <laughs> I think it's the worst idea since an American playing left back. Like, <laughs> I can't stand this idea. Yeah, man. I, I You know, it's... A lot of the magic of, of events like the World Cup and the Olympics is it's every four years. Right, right. You know, it makes it select. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that, you know, some of that eccentricity about it disappears the more you have it. You know, a lot of the allure is the selectness of it. Mm-hmm. And then you bring into question, when the hell do we qualify? The Man, year between? That's it's they're, they're it, already playing. A ridiculous amount of games if you're playing yeah. at that level. And I can't see how the club teams are going to be on board with this because you've just shortened a player's uh, you know, t- prime time in his career by a year or two with how many serious games of consequence there will be. Yeah. and then think- I mean, players are going to start dropping. Right. Right. I, and I- then we also lose, if we're going to have to qualify in the off year, then we start losing the other golden tournaments we've come to love. The Euros, <laughs> African Cup of Nations, the Gold Cup. Yep. So we, we can't have those unless those become the qualifying. I can't imagine, especially if you're in the MLS thing and you're part of this. You're playing, um, you're playing, you know, you're going to try to make the World Cup team. You also have, like you just mentioned, the Gold Cup. Now, Nations Cup or whatever. One of those two is, you know, they're always going to keep those separated. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to be in one or the other. Um, and then you start talking. Well, it's even worse for the European teams because, like you just mentioned, you're, you're talking about Champions League you may be involved yeah. in. It's, FA Cup. Yeah, League FA Cup. Right. Oh, Carabo. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It, and, you know, there comes a point where money, I mean, how sick and tired can a person possibly be of, yeah. of of FIFA just doing everything they possibly can to just ingest money. Yeah. And that's all this is about to me. If, you know, because oh, yeah. it's such a it's a massive revenue generator. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and also, you know, if you've ever read the things about how FIFA I'm not I don't use this word lightly, how they rape the places that host the World Cups. Oh my gosh. For in terms of the revenue they get from those places, from ad revenues FIFA takes almost all of that. The, the ad sponsors in the stadiums mm-hmm. get removed to be those that FIFA have. Right. And, you know, it's all about them. That's a big problem right now with FIFA <laughs> is that it's all about them. It's yeah. not about the people actually playing the game. No, not at all. And it's not even about, you know, the the, the amount of money they, they just, just drain from fans. It, it's just... Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing, too. If... if if a consumer is willing to absorb that financial hit, yeah. what's FIFA going to say? No? 
I, I mean, yeah. look, I, you know, there's the only way this gets turned around is if the players literally, because I don't know what, what kind of power the clubs would have over this, but the, if the players turn around and say, yeah, no, no, don't do yeah. this. Well, I, I, I can't um, see other way of this, any way of turning this around. The only, the only way I could see is because technically all these events are during the off season. Right. Uh, but they could start injecting clauses in players' contracts. Yeah. You know? Well, because technically, technically, I mean, the contract is with the club, not with the national team. Right. And if your contract says you are limited to a certain number of games in the off season, mm. I can see that being injected in there to help protect the club's investment. Right. Yeah. You know? I, mm, and it's... You know, I remember talking just uh, when I was doing the beach balls and bourbon thing. We had Sean Reynolds on. He talked about what they and this is just local in Division Two. The amount of things that they have to yeah. do, the oh, amount yeah. of games they. Have. I mean, and, I can't even imagine. Well, I, and speaking of investment, one thing I think this biannual proposal also hurts is the development of young players. Because when do you play them if every game is a game of consequence? That's a good point. When do you try someone new out? Every game matters, so your starting eleven is going to get run into the ground. Yeah, and it's, it's just, it's it's so dumb that that you know you've got this organization that has been gifted one of the world's greatest sporting spectacles, mm-hmm. and they're trying to ruin it. Yeah, it's all about and money. Then, and then they're trying to bring their dirty feet to our doorstep. Yeah, and that's the next thing is that when you couple in two things, I'm sorry, and I, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist here because that's not my thing, but you. You you couple in the fact that there there's conversation about them moving all of their operations here to the states, and there's a World Cup coming up in 2026, which is a continental World Cup. Yeah, and we we know for a fact now that that MLS is looking to absorb several of the top Liga MX teams yep. into its league. Because Division One in Mexico is financially just ruined, and, and you know yeah. there, there was they've suspended promotion relegation, yeah. And you know the only other model outside of promotion relegation is the franchise model that MLS here has that mm-hmm. Europe just threw up on when they tried to do that Super League thing that yeah. European fans. So I don't know what you think about all three of those combined and and any of that stuff, man. Whatever you, I, I, you have any thoughts about any of that? I, I, I don't like the idea of FIFA coming here. Um, you know, we're it's already a corrupt organization. We've already got one too many here. It's called the NCAA, among others. <laughs> we're not dealing with that one, and now we're going to add one that deals with professional athletes. Yeah. Uh, the only positive is I think of them coming here is I think our government would keep it, and the authorities would keep a closer eye on them. Probably. probably. Possibly, hopefully. The key word there is hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the MLS expanding to be a tri-country effort, I don't mind it. I don't love mm. it. I don't hate it. I'm indifferent to it. Right. I think at some point globalization was going to force this hand anyway. Yeah. Uh, and that 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 was going to be the hallmark of soccer is that borders have been melted when it comes to soccer. Mm-hmm. And you know it's 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 an interesting proposal. Um, I don't know how it's actually going to work. Yeah. You know, in terms of like how we're doing conferences and alignment and all that stuff and right. you know, are, are they are the Mexican team ceding ownership to MLS, which is well, that's the, the next structure? thing. Right. And I think that that's part uh-huh. of it. I think that FIFA if you have an entire continent filled with I think that this is part let's go back to what happened last year. 
with mm-hmm. uh, or or earlier in the year when they were uh, when they tried this European Super League and the backlash, which was just the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen out of sports True. fans in my life. It was so amazing. True. That it literally True. forced the hands of these teams to say no, or most of them, because you know, Ju- Juventus and, and the two Spanish teams still want it. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, you're dealing with literally hundreds of clubs in Europe. Yeah. If they move over here and try to set up a continental league and set up the power here, you're dealing with one structure, MLS, because MLS owns all of the teams. They're yeah. not going to give that up. They're not going to yeah. give that up. They've been making way too much money. When you look at the valuation of these clubs or these teams, I don't even call them clubs, but I think FIFA, when you when you put that together, FIFA comes here, they have to worry about one point of contact that controls everything here as opposed to literally hundreds. Um, I think it sets up it sets up eventually within the next few years after 2026 and after they after the Mexican teams are absorbed into this league. It sets up a, a a North America versus the world sort of deal Mentality. with FIFA. Yeah. That's what I see happening. I don't know about you. Yeah, and it's 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 not something I'm you know I just don't I I don't like it. I don't yeah, like the idea of it. As much as I love soccer, FIFA needs to be somewhere where soccer is the focal point. Yeah, totally you know that's agree. not here. That is not no. here. No, you know if anything, <laughs> it's the it's the fourth or fifth option here. Yep. Sadly. Yeah, and then the last part of that before we get on with the NWSL is the impact to non-MLS teams like Louisville City, which is one of the most prominent, if not not the most prominent non-MLS team in the country. And as far as certainly from competition. And what happens to this league? Now, you know, there's the the antitrust thing that baseball was lucky to set up. I don't ever see that coming here. So I don't don't know... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if even if the federation tried to set up a triple A system here, um, I don't yeah. know if they'd get away with it. So maybe it just becomes sort of the type of deal where, well, uh, you know, like go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go ahead and finish your thought. Well, it's. I was thinking the, you know, think of uh, uh, when you see a, when you see a cloud of gnats, you don't run up to the gnats and kill them. You don't care as long as they don't bother you. You leave them alone. And mm-hmm. you know, I think when you think about a a continental MLS. With FIFA based in this continent, you know, USL is is a gnat compared to that. There's you know, there's there's no competition. What do they mm-hmm. care? You know, yeah. You know, so even if they absorb it, what's what's the financial hit? What what do you get from that? Yeah. So that's the only thing I think. I, I, I you know, that's actually that they can become completely ambivalent to what's going on with 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 USL. What do you think? Oh, I agree because at that point, I mean, you own the continent. Yeah. You're not worried about some league that's got maybe five or six teams of consequence. Right. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. You know, they have five or six teams that could possibly be in your league someday, maybe. Maybe. And and if you want to start squashing these teams, what do you do? You just expand into their city. Yeah. Like St. Louis. Right. You know? Absolutely. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. And now they're even stronger. Austin. So I, I don't think they care at all about USL. Especially mm-hmm. now with the you know if 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 the expansion goes through, right? They have no reason to care, right? But my fear would be, uh, you know, is there going to be like a reprisal league? I wouldn't say the USL would do this, but someone who does that, you know, we're I hate to get political, but we're in an era now, yeah, where you know we're very xenophobic. Yes, we are. You know about well, this isn't a league with just American teams. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's gonna I don't be... know, but 
it's it's a dumb fear, but it's it's one not a fear, but it's a dumb thing that can happen. You never know. It's just... I, I don't know, but I think if anything, mm-hmm. I think the expansion of MLS in a continental league, I think it ensures the survival of a league like USL more than people think. Okay. Because I think it we drop off the radar of being a competition. Yeah, good point. Absolutely, exactly. It's the like I said, Nat syndrome. Yeah. You know, we become we're so no insig- a threat. Right, we're so insignificant. To, to anything that they could even consider. Like I said, a continental and the money that this league would generate. Oh yeah. my gosh. And then also, they oh. also they've got to deal with the logistics and right. the issues that come up with coordinating yeah. th- teams across three separate countries. Mm-hmm. They don't have time to worry about the USL becoming more popular or, yeah. or you know, bigger on the stage. Right. They've got they've, they've much bigger fish to fry. So Correct. Anyway, it's something to and keep an eye on over spe- the next five years. It's going to be crazy. Speaking of big fish to fry, holy mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. U.S. soccer and the NWSL. Holy <laughs> hell. Wow. Dude, dude, I, you know. What a what a three weeks. Oh, my gosh. Between. We went from, what was it? We, from the Washington Spirit mm-hmm. having their coach banned for life. Yep. To, to North Carolina Courage saying, you know what? Hold my beer. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Hold my six pack. You know, <laughs> you thought that was bad. Yeah. I don't know, man. This, this. First off, let, let's start with that stuff. It's it's so horrific to hear about this kind of thing yes. happening on multiple teams. And <sighs> it's just, you know, we're speaking as guys, okay? So it, it's... You read the things mm-hmm. that that this coach did. Right. It's just... And, it's, and it's, it's, it's beyond reprehensible. Yeah. I mean, it almost makes you have a no words. Right. For how not only... Not, not, not only that he did this, but he got away with this. Yeah, for, for a long time. And yes. It's it's like I said, speaking as guys, it's, you know, we all we can do is listen, be sympathetic, yeah. and, and, and do whatever we can to support the people that are struggling with this. Yeah. And it puts us in a weird position in the sense that, you know, all we can, that's all we can do. You yeah. know, I, wa- I want to see this team in this league. Well, let's put it this way. I don't even know if I want to see this league fr- thrive. Yeah. I want to see Division One women's soccer thrive. Correct. You know, and yep. and if it's not NWSL after all of this nonsense, yeah, it's you know that won't break my heart. But the thing yeah, is, because that's a question I have. Is you're talking about you know what's the state of the NWSL? Well, it's not good because no. how many people's first interaction <laughs> with the NWSL is this incident? Right. It's always the negative how many, stuff. How many people on the national stage? Their first. Oh, there's a women's league. Oh, what is this? Right. Right. You know. It's not good. And this is what I've got. I've got a, a 10, eventually 12-team league that's not generating any revenue, any real revenue, yeah. run by a bunch of idiots yeah, who have allowed and tried to push under the, under the, under the rug the worst type of behaviors. Yep. Now let's add in the fact that th- th- you talked about the politicizing of things. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that women, one of the hurdles that women's soccer has to overcome and I'm not saying that positive or negative. This is just an objective, a objective view, is that it's been sort of, sort of um, bunched in with some of the stuff that the national national team players have been protesting, rightly yeah. or wrongly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging yeah. them. But the thing is, is that all, you package all of this together and you're trying to sell women's soccer as a Division One viable product to people. It's it, you know, that's a lot to deal with, man. I it yeah. it sucks. It just sucks. I, and I, I, it's all coming on the back on one of the most disappointing performances right. by the women's national team. And, and and it's just, 
you know, the, the biggest thing that's ticking me off is what is the league going to do now? We haven't heard anything. What are they going to do to earn player trust back? I don't care about image. Right. How are you going to earn players' trust? Right. If the players don't trust you, they're not going to come play in your league. Absolutely. And, that's, and you know, and you, we've been talking about, you know, they've been luring the U.S. national team players over to England. Yep. What's to say people don't just go start go playing over in the European leagues? Right. You know? and I've said that before multiple times. The infrastructure of those teams, not so much, the, well, the leagues too, but you've got clubs that have been around for 100 years that are using their infrastructure mm-hmm. in France, in, in England, in, in, in Portugal, in, in, you know, in these countries that have had established leagues and clubs for a very long time. It's just a lot easier to go mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and I just want to know, like, what are your next steps? What are your safeguards? I don't know. For this to never happen again, and they haven't said anything. No, it's almost like it's almost like they're they're saying, you know what, we got rid of our commissioner and our lawyer. Mm-hmm. That's now our heads in the sand. Right. We don't know what else to do. And then there was some talk about bringing Amanda Duffy back, and yeah. I have no personal opinion about her one way or the other, other than how do you even float the idea of bringing back a former commissioner or whatever her position was when some of this shit was going on. Yeah, you have to start point, over. <laughs> you at this don't. Point, they have not gone far enough. No. with the firings. Not even close. If you were a secretary <laughs> who had the memo of an allegation across your desk, you're gone too. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Everybody, you got a clean scorched house. Scorched earth. Scorched earth. Absolutely, I totally agree. You with have you. to restart. There's got to be, and the thing is too, there's got to be an investor out there someplace that wants to take a chance because it's going to be speculative. Speculative, yeah. okay. Yeah. And, and there's not, but that's okay. You know, we live in a country where speculation is part of our blood. Yeah. You know, we like, there are people that like to take chances and there's got to be somebody out there, you mm-hmm. know, who, who's willing to do that because, um, this is, this is a clusterfuck right now and it's, it's it horrible. And I think you're being light on it too. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it's so, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's so confusing that this league, and, it's, and this is the other thing I want to, look, supporting the teams in this league is a great thing. And we should continue to do that. But there has to be an upcry for something new. There has yeah. to be. And we talked, I know some people have been talking about this new USL league. You mentioned this the last time we talked. It's not really a full professional league. Is that correct? Correct. So. <sighs> but I think if there is, I hate to even say this phrase, mm-hmm. if there is a positive Mm-hmm. of any kind from this situation. Right. It could be the upspringing of something new, something independent. Yeah. That is not under USA Soccer. Right. You know, under their their direct control that is. When you say USA, uh, you're talking about the United the Federation USSF? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um yeah. and 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 away from from this stained image of the NWSL. Yeah. Well, which that- I don't know what they're going to do to try to repair their image. I don't even know if they can. I don't even know what they're going to say, what they're going to do. I don't know if they can. I know. It, it... And it's, and you know what? And I don't care about the fans. I don't care about the casual viewer. Again, I'm saying I don't know what they're going to do to repair their image mm-hmm. with the players currently in the league and the young women who will be coming into the league. Right. Right. And, and, and it's so, like I said, there's, there's a lot of factors right now that are, that are, that are going to impede this. And like I said, my answer, you're getting away from the Federation is, is an excellent idea because starting a league, um, you know, first of all, my understanding is there's some ties there because the USSF based on, on articles that I've read, 
helps fund, at least it's to some level, helps fund this league. Correct. Um, this is one of the reasons I hate MLS. Is I've said this before, and I caught some shit for it, but if MLS really cared about women's soccer, when you consider the amount of money this league is now worth, and I don't know where it comes from, okay, but this league is now worth so much money, you're going to mm. tell me they can't fund a women's team? Are you kidding uh, no, me? It's, I, it's not can't, won't. Right, they won't. And what's you know MLS because MLS is so focused on 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 on, on profit. They're so hyper capitalistic that, and I've said this before, this league, if they would just turn around and use their infrastructure for a women's league, it wouldn't hurt them. Yeah, financially, it wouldn't even come close to hurting them. See, I think that's where I actually wonder. I wonder if. If the USLW would not pivot, because it hasn't technically started yet. Right. If it wouldn't pivot into a, a fully professional, professional league. Point. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Maybe they, maybe they take. But, a- but the fear is, you've got Louisville City. You've got a couple other teams who right. would have the infrastructure and ability to host those teams. Right. And then you've got the Wild West out there of, yeah. well, crap. If we put a women's team here, not only is, could the women's team fail, but could we bankrupt and kill the other team right and I, you know in in england i know that they have like the women's top league i mean it's it's mm-hmm. connected but they do have teams in it in the top flight that are not top flight teams on the men's side correct so maybe yeah. there's something maybe there's something there I, I don't know it's just you know you know mls screams you know they, they will virtue signal every day but the one thing they won't support with is fucking money and, that, and that's why i just mm-hmm. you know it's, it's all plastic to me at times with these people, oh, yeah. you know, it's, they yeah. can they can send out all the smoke signals they want about how they care about this, how they care about that. They believe in this, believe that. Yeah. But when it but when it comes to hey man, open your wallet. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because because it's monopoly money. I don't believe yeah. it's real. Yeah, I know. It's I hear you. I you hear know, that too. Valuation this, valuation is one of the dumbest things in the world. Right. It's like you said, it's all it's, it's the odd it's the other side of speculative. Right. Sports um, franchises that are in the MLS that are ten times worth the value of teams in the top flight in England. Are you kidding me? How yeah. how does that happen? What yeah. is going on? And as I said, with FIFA coming over here now, and then continent continentalizing this league, man, it just. I, I wish this was a happier segment. <laughs> no, no, no. It's becoming one big corporate entity. Yeah, man. You know, and that's losing that grassroots, that grassroots feel. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, and 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 that's what makes soccer wonderful is having that grassroots ability. Totally, agree. you know, just to just walk out your door, drive 10, 15 minutes, and go support your team. Yeah, but and instead now, instead now with MLS, you've got to walk out your door, write a three hundred thirty million dollar check, get yourself into the league, just to buy a freaking go franchise. buy your ticket sponsored by SeatGeek. <laughs> get your shirt at Target for a hundred bucks. And then drive, and then drive to the parking lot. Pay ninety dollars to park. Yep. Get inside and watch subpar soccer for the next two hours. Hear that? And we don't, you know, all for the price of a season ticket at the USL uh, level. Exactly. Exactly. That's why you know, at least for now, you know, it's still, it's still. I, I, I prefer this option. If I was living in Jersey, I would yeah. prefer this option. It's just, I don't know, man. But hopefully, it's with more, the it's and, more pure, you know what? It's more pure. And at this point, with everything going on in American soccer between the NWSL and mm-hmm. continentalization and FIFA, what we need is just pure soccer. Yep. No distractions, which I know is ironic coming from someone in Louisville who, 
we lead the nation this year in distractions. You hear that? <laughs> um, <laughs> so true. And I'm terrified mm. I just said that because I feel like I just like knocked on fate's door. No, man, but that's all. But anyway, all we can do, I guess, is you know this show will continue to, to forcefully support NWSL and in racing. And well, well, hold on, no, we will passionately support the players. Yes, the players. You're right, right, exactly. Not, well said. I do not well support said. the NWSL at this moment. Well said. Well said. Supporting the players that play in the league, and um, the the players that play here in Louisville, and we'll keep we'll keep covering the team, and we'll keep doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, you know, a, a concerted effort because I know there's obviously there's more than just us, but we'll, you know. Hopefully this thing will turn a corner. I mean, that's what we all want it to do. Joey, man, thanks a lot for uh, this part of the show, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk again real soon. Yes, sir. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward podcast is in the books. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for being a part of it. Uh, his contribution is invaluable. Uh, hopefully we get Ken back real soon, too. We'll see how that works out. And uh, we'll, we'll start adding some more regular stuff back in uh, as I get a little more comfortable with this job. It just requires a lot of time and a lot of effort right now. But once I'm comfortable, just like anything else, you lean into it, you figure it out, uh, it gets a little easier. Uh, really thank you again, once again, for the compliments and the comments and the subscriptions. Please, once again, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podbean, you know where to find it. Um <clears throat> This is a little hard to talk about because it, it's, it just sucks. Um, you know, I lost a friend last week. Uh, his name's John Jordan. Um, he was, uh, he, he died suddenly of a heart attack, 50 years old. Um, from El Salvador, him, his young, he has two younger brothers and a sister. Uh, his younger brothers were part, and him, uh, there, there were some years between the two of them, but they were all in my percussion ensemble at Carney High School. And, you know, Jose and Roberto, the younger brothers, very talented. They're still playing. Um... You know, John wasn't a natural talent, but the one year he played, he tried really hard, got behind a drum set. I'm sure he felt uncomfortable, and he worked it out. Went back to El Salvador sometime, uh, taught kids back there. And just, you know, it's just a sad deal right now. And, and I, you know, it got me, it just got me to thinking about, man, <laughs> sitting here arguing and yelling over stuff, and you just never know. Those last words, not that we had any crosswords, we never had any crosswords. But, um, you know, we've all lost friends, or most of us have lost friends the last year and a half, right? Two years. With all the, all the shit that's gone on, either real or contrived, you know, through the media. And, um, man, you know, and some of those people I really do miss. And, and, and I wonder if the, my last words with a couple of these people were are going to be harsh. It sucks. That's not the way to live, man. Just, just not. Thank you for indulging me for a second there. But, uh, man, I hope John rests well. Gonna miss him. Folks, be careful about the word you choose <laughs> in this life. You just never know. Anyway, um, hate to end it on such a sad note, but it's an uplifting note, too, because there's always a tomorrow for us. You know, everybody gets a last sunrise. We know that. But you, up before that, there's sunrises. And you just got to make the best of this. Make the best of this life. I love you guys. I really do. Thank you for being part of the show, for listening. Thank you for letting me be a part of your day uh, with the show and, and with the Louisville City thing, playing some drums or whatever. Hope you have a great week. Hopefully we'll see a lot of wins and we'll see a lot of smiles this Saturday. But anyway, until then, once again, thank you. My name's Joe Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward podcast. I wish you all a very, very happy day and the rest of the week. <laughs>